I have good news for you. I have good news for you. Some of you, I know, have messaged me. You're watching and you are sick. Some of you have been seeking after the baptism of the Holy Ghost, more than one. Some of you have family members and situations at home and, and they're, they're tedious, they're, you're afflicted, there's, there's persecution, there's bad things happening. You know what? I have good news for you. I have good news for you. I was praying for someone this week and I said to them, I have good news. I have good news. I said, Jesus is alive. Your sacrifice was accepted. Your sacrifice was accepted. Did you know you had a sacrifice made on your behalf? Did you know that that sacrifice was accepted by the Father? Do you know that we serve a satisfied God? Do you know that we serve a satisfied God? We struggle and struggle and struggle under the law in our hearts, trying to get to the point where God maybe will hear from us. He has already been satisfied. There is nothing more you can do to satisfy him. The only component missing is trusting in, adhering to, believing what he did, what Jesus did for you on the cross. That is the only thing between you and the answer to your problem. It is the only thing. If you, like I said, we are at Isaiah 53. I have been very blessed in some uh, tough days these last couple weeks. I have been getting emails from women uh, on my YouTube page, my, uh, my YouTube channel, and on Facebook, and they have come up to me, and, or written me and said, you know what, we've been watching you for years. And they said, uh, Kathy, I got born again listening to your messages. I got baptized in the Holy Ghost listening to your messages. People I've never even heard of. People from all over the United States. I love it. You know, when there's days you think, are you doing anything? Am I doing anything? And then you get an email like that, and it's like, okay, I'm ready to go one more step. Now, Isaiah 53, verse 4. Surely, oh yes, we know these verses, but do we really know them? It says, surely he has borne our griefs, our sicknesses. Surely he has borne our sicknesses. Are you sick? There's where your sickness is. There's where it should be. It said, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our pain. Are you in pain? Jesus took it. Jesus took it. It says, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was wounded for our transgressions. That sin that bothers you day and night, that's where it went. It went on Jesus. It says, he is wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement, the punishment for our peace was upon him. It says, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep. All we like sheep. Oh, 
how many times I've thought, this is everybody but me. This word says all. This word says all. This word says all we like sheep have gone astray and turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord, God, Jehovah, and the Lord God, Jehovah, laid on Jesus the iniquity of us all. The Lord God, Jehovah, laid on Jesus the iniquity of us all. Yes, that sin was laid on Jesus. Yes. What you have done, the Lord God Jehovah laid on Jesus. I love that verse in Hebrews. It says that the eternal spirit, Jesus offered himself without spot. And then that eternal spirit, he offered it to the eternal spirit. And that eternal spirit put your sin on that lamb. Put it on him. Put it on him. That's what you trust in. That's what you look at. That's what you hang on to. That's what you expect. You know what? It says, who put Jesus on the cross? Have you ever considered that? Who put Jesus on the cross? We had a song that I sang when, when, when I was in choir in the Methodist church. Who killed Jesus? It was all wrong. It went through, was it the Roman soldiers, and was it the, 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 the Pharisees, and what is it the Sadducee? No, who put Jesus on the cross? I did. No, you didn't. The Father put Jesus on the cross. The Father put Jesus on the cross. It says it in Acts, Acts 2, it talks about the Father's deliberate plan was to get Jesus on that cross. It was the Father. It was the Father that put Jesus on the cross. Why? Why would the Father put his own son on the cross? Love. Listen, he did it out of love. The Father put Jesus on the cross out of love. Out of love. The Father put Jesus on the cross out of love. Out of love. Jehovah God Almighty put Jesus on the cross out of love for you. For you. Jesus put, I mean the Father put Jesus on the cross out of love for you. Don't ever forget that. I start my prayers now with, you love me first. You love me first. You love me enough, you put your own son on the cross. You love me first. Now, we'll go back to Isaiah 53. Now, Isaiah 53, I want us to skip down to verse 10. We finished with, the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord. There's your love. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. It pleased the Lord to make him sick, is what that translates as. Make him sick. It pleased the Lord. It pleased 
the Lord to take your sickness and put it on Jesus. It pleased the Lord. It pleased the Lord to take your sickness and put it on Jesus. It pleased Jehovah. It pleased Jehovah. It made him happy that all your sin went on Jesus. It made him happy to put all your iniquity on Jesus. To put everything you've done, everything you've done on Jesus. It pleased the Father. He did it out of love. Jesus died out of love. Jesus bore your sins out of love. He did it for love. And he did it for love for you. It says it pleased the Father to bruise him. He has put him to grief. He has made him sick. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Verse 11, he shall see the travail. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. He shall see the travail of Jesus suffering for you and for me. He shall see that travail and he shall be satisfied. He shall be satisfied. We serve a satisfied God. Amen. We don't have to ask and ask and ask. He's already satisfied. Do you ever consider that? Our God is a satisfied God. When I told this friend, I said, there has already been a sacrifice for you. There has already been a sacrifice for you. You will not die. Somebody already died for you. Somebody already died for you. Somebody already sacrificed himself for you. And not only that, the sacrifice was accepted. The sacrifice was received. The Father is satisfied. How come I don't have it? You're missing that little component. You've got to believe it. You've got to trust in it. You've got to have faith in it. You've got to hang on to it. You've got to adhere to it until you get it. It is yours. It is yours. It is yours. You know, you have to go after it. I, I love that, that, that testimony Dole gave about when he was 10 years old and the, the five races. They were having races, and they said they were going to give, what, 50 cents for each race if you wanted. Well, somebody was determined enough, they wanted a three-cell flashlight. This is back in the day when there wasn't a lot of money. and Somebody was determined to get that, and you know what they did? They ran, and they beat everybody five times. I think the last time you missed, you fell on on the thing or you didn't get the last one you know what he was determined to get it that's what faith is <laughs> that's all faith is that is all faith is the determination to get it Jesus called it the unjust judge you go after it until it's yours because it's already paid for and God is already satisfied he is already satisfed you know I want to go with one verse Ephesians 2 8 
For by grace are you saved through faith. By grace are you saved through faith. We forget that word is sozo, saved. By grace you are born again. You didn't ask for it. You didn't deserve it. But Jesus paid for it anyway. But it doesn't stop there. By grace you are saved. By grace you are healed. You didn't ask for it. You didn't deserve it. But Jesus paid for it anyway. He paid for it anyway. That's grace. Grace used to trip me up until I realized one day, grace is on our side. The work Jesus did. Jesus did. The grace is to us. But Jesus did the work. By grace, you are made rich. You didn't ask for it. You didn't deserve it. But Jesus paid for it anyway. So it's yours if you will believe, if you will stick to it, if you will be determined and bang on the door like I do sometimes. I walk up and down this hall a lot so that I can keep an eye on Dole. I can hear him when he calls me. But I try, and I remember last week, I love it. I love it when you're full of the Spirit and you're like, do you hear me? I'm banging on the door. Did I get what I want? Yes. I got what I needed. Are you willing to do the same? You know, there, uh, there's a couple out there that want the baptism in the Holy Ghost. Alika, are you ready? Because God put Jesus on the cross out of love for you. God sent Jesus out of love for you. God, even Jesus said, I can't stay here on the earth. I have to go. Because if I don't go, I can't send the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost was a gift. It was a gift. Jesus had to go so the Holy Ghost could come. And he had to go out of love for you, Alika. And he sent the Holy Ghost. That's the first thing he did when he sat on the throne. He sent the Holy Ghost. It's done. And he sent him. And you know what Jesus did for you on the cross, Alika? He cleaned the vessel. He took the sin. He took all the sickness. He took everything on the cross for you so the vessel's clean. You know what you can do with a vessel that's clean? You can put the Holy Ghost in it. Now I'm going to pray for you and anybody else that wants the Holy Ghost. Because it is there. It is a gift. It is given to you out of love. It was given to you out of love. The Father loved you so much. He sent the Holy Ghost. Ghost Jesus paid for it. It's a gift. It's a gift. Why? So you and the Father could commune. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus who paid for it, Father, in the name of Jesus, out of love, fill Alika with your Holy Ghost. Out of love, fill her with your Holy Ghost. Out of love, fill her with your Holy Ghost. I thank you, Father, and anyone else out of love, Father, fill them. Fill them. That's your desire. Fill them with the Holy Ghost now in the name of Jesus. And open your mouth while we praise God. Open your mouth. Start praising God and let that, that language of the Holy Ghost come out of your mouth and pray in tongues. Amen?
me hear from you. Email me at the letters kd at kdwol.com. That's KD, Kathy Davidson, at kdwol.com. And visit my website to listen to the messages again or to download them free of charge at kdwol.com. Until next time, God bless.